Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Well, hey, everyone. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, Jeff Arbaugh, Deborah Burris, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Tiepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Dana Pugach, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, The Geo Gearheads, Zach Fick, The Deadliest Cashers, Tim Turrell, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, and D and David Vickery, and our new patron, Adam Labanowski. If you'd like to become a patron, join that long list, but we need more people to join, head on over to patreon.com slash geocachetalk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. And we are going to do another one here in uh, shortly. We're going to schedule another patron night. We're going to play a little more GC World. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, let me start by welcoming my co-hosts, Sydney Sawyer. Good evening. And Jesse Lunsford. Good evening, everyone. So let's jump right into show 47. We've got a packed show tonight, so we'll get right to it for Sunday, April 30th. As I welcome our friends, Meg Hatch and Jen Siva, to the show. Welcome to Geocache Talk. Hi, everybody. It's Jen Seva, but that's okay. Seva. All right. We got <laughs> that. Name, right? Hi, we everyone. Thanks, Gary. We got. Yep. Yeah. We got that straightened out. So Meg Hatch <laughs> and Jen Seva, sorry about that. No worries. Yeah, it's kind of um, the the thing with actually hearing people's names, right, and seeing their faces. You get to yes. learn. Absolutely. Yep. Well, tonight we're going to talk about geotours, and um, we just we love geotours, and so we we definitely wanted to have you guys on, especially after meeting Meg. Uh, uh, Jesse and I got to meet. Uh, Meg out and Tyler, Texas. So uh, that was a lot of fun. Did you enjoy your your time at the Texas Challenge, Meg? I had so much fun, Gary. Um, Texas was awesome. Tyler was awesome. Meeting all of the geocachers and repping the out of state team during the challenge was super fun. Um, Yeah, it was just a packed three, four days of geocaching and memory making. It was awesome. Yeah, and uh, you helped anchor them to second. It, it was close. You guys almost like took the title from North Texas. That's that would have been huge because they keep they've won like five years in a row or something. So it's pretty crazy. So yeah. they I'm, might be great for next year. They are. They're going to be. I'm, I I'm, hope so. I hope gonna, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of. Um, 
I'm supposed to, I guess, play for East, but the cool thing about Texas Challenge is you can kind of play for whatever team you'd like to. So, uh, I don't know. Jesse's thinking about coming back down. I may go play with the out-of-state team if Jesse comes down again. So That could be interesting. I mean, he's he's fired up after MOGA. You know, he's into those yeah. challenges. Fresh so. off a of MOGA win, it's hard not to sign up for another competition. That's right. <laughs> His group won, so that's pretty cool. Well, let's get let's get right into this. So, Geo Tours, um, I think we're going to try to dispel a lot of uh, myths, and we're going to give uh, people some really good information about what they are. So, let's start off. What what are what is a Geo Tour? So, good evening. Um, I am. Uh, a little bit nervous being on the podcast. I hope you guys, you know, bear with me. Uh, a geo tour is basically a curated collection of caches, and you can do them in any order that you like, usually. And there's a special page on geocaching.com that lists uh, all the geo tours that are live right now. So for those of you who might be following along with your computer, you can go to geocaching.com slash geo tours and you'll see the whole world map and you can click around and explore a little bit in there and you'll see how they show up at geocaching.com yeah, yeah. And i'll add a little bit to that as well mm -hmm. so um think a collection of caches in a specific yeah. location but really that location can be anything um it could be as small as maybe a dozen caches in a, in a really cool historic town or it can cover multiple states, maybe even multiple countries. So they can be really small and really big. Yeah, and uh, later on we're going to do some uh, discussion about some unique ones because there are some very, you know, once you start looking at it, there are some really cool, um, very unique geotours that I don't think people realize that are out there. And so uh, that'll be fun to talk about later. Um, and we'll talk about uh, some of the ones that we've done and some of the ones we want to do and uh, a lot of cool things. But um, do we know, um, well, let me ask, let me ask the two of y'all, when, when did y'all um, first join HQ? Uh, if you could each tell us uh, when you first uh, got to start working headquarters and then tell us a little bit about how you uh, uh came to be part of the GeoTour uh, team here? Sure, uh, I'll go ahead and start. Um, Meg, I joined HQ, let's see, almost three years. So August of, if I can do that math, 2014, <laughs> cool. August of 2014. Um, and coming in, I actually joined this team. Okay. So GeoTours have existed from 2012. Um, okay. A brilliant idea by Jen here, so she can talk more to that. Oh, sweet. Um, but I, actually, I joined doing this and working on geo tours um, with Jen, so almost three years now. Awesome. So and Jen um, my username is Miss Jen. Mm -hmm. uh, I joined geocaching 10 years ago. Awesome. I started geocaching in 2001, so a long time ago. Mm -hmm. uh, so here at HQ, I've done different things over the years because it's been a long time. Uh, sure. Yeah, I was here at the beginning of the GeoTour program and sure it was it was under my watch that it started, but the idea for what a GeoTour is really came from the community of geocachers. Um, we finally were able to implement something at HQ that would um, meet the demand that people were already showing out there. You know, the idea came from you guys to people wow well that's really cool 
Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, the, I think the first one I ever heard about when I first um, when I first heard about him was the the Helena, Montana, Geo Tour because I'd heard so much on some other podcasts that I would listen to, talking about the Helena, uh, and um, just how how cool that was and so that kind of got my interest up as far as looking to see um you know the you know what all was out there and so um i know that it's really grown recently so where where kind of are we um as far as um how many are around and um you know when did it really kind of because it seems like it's exploded really lately is that or is that just me so the first geo tour started in june of 2012 okay and that honor goes to the river walk in columbus georgia oh cool okay and the hosts are the uh, columbus georgia convention and visitors bureau and they were the first and they're still going on today so, so you know you could go find that geo tour uh mm -hmm right now if you were not listening to the show right very cool very cool yeah yeah so that was the first and then at this point in time as of today there's 67 live wow. around the world that is awesome yeah and over time so since that first one in columbus georgia we've had about a hundred so oh, wow. some maybe have existed for a year or two years and kind of ended their programs and some like that one have been going on for five years strong now Okay. And I don't know, what would you say, Jen, as far as them taking off? Oh, like when, when, it, when it really off? became a... I feel like year two of the program, so in 2013, um, it started to really take off as far as us launching them. But then the community, you know, it takes a little while, right, for new things to be accepted or to be um, known by the community. So mm -hmm. I feel like 2014 people started to really like grab at them. And now we have, um, community members, geocachers who want to geo tour in their own town and they're trying to get it happening. So it's, it's sort of the evolution of the program. Um, we'll see where it goes. Sure. Do well, if, if we've had, if we have 67 and, um, active and we've had, like you said, around a hundred. So most of them, are still around to um, when you sign when you without getting into all the details because we were like I have time to get into all the details tonight but for for a geo tour do they um, is it like a five year commitment is it a three year commitment or or how's the how does the the longevity of a geo tour come about so geo tours start at a one year long time span okay. That's just right out the gate one year. Um, some organizations know they really want to commit to it and they might plan for multiple years from the get-go. Okay. And then, um, you know, much like geocaches, geotours are set up to last for kind of the long term. So we didn't mm. want it to be something where, oh, there's this fantastic thing going on that actually you can only do for like a month. That's right. not like the best experience. So that's right. why it's year yeah <laughs> yeah that would that would not be good especially if you're planning something you're like oh too late it's over yeah like, absolutely and, and we've heard from many geocachers that they'll plan trips mm -hmm. based around geo tours right so they want to travel to these cool things going on and yeah if it was only one month long right no good 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I am definitely a, uh, you know, a, um, a person who uh, falls in that category. Susan and I basically went to Pensacola on a vacation, obviously go to the beach, but we, p- we picked Pensacola because there's a geotour in Pensacola. Yep. Exactly. So there, there's a good example of us going to Pensacola f- because of the geo tour, staying in Pensacola, you know, spending money in Pensacola because we stayed for a week, you know, because we just we so we, we coincide the two. We went to Brenham. Uh, we'll talk about that one a little later. But that's another example of well, we even went to San Marcos, which is the Kyle, Texas tour. We've been to San Marcos before, but. We went there specifically because of the geo tour. So that's, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that, that do that. And I think that's a great thing that, you know, we can combine these kind of things into one. And there's so many things we'll get to in a little bit about, you know, different things about a geo tour um, that we'll get to in a few minutes. But, you know, that's a good example for, you know, let people know, let the geo tours know that, you know, I'm sure you do, but there's a lot of people who, they do. They come to town. I'm sure they have their own statistics that they keep because obviously if you this is that's the cool thing about a geo tour. And this is I don't know, Jan, if this was your idea, but this is really cool. But to fill out a passport. So is that something that you thought about or how did the passport, you know, I know it's, you know, um, a lot of people are always into electronic stuff, but really a, a hand a, a, a paper passport, I think, gives a tour almost you know something they can they have with them i mean other than they can they can check cash logs obviously but is the passport something that was thought of initially or so the passport idea again came from the community and it's just that you know no matter how digital our game is it's really still nice to have a paper passport i'm showing one now on the screen um, of the hq geo tour and ours is little it's just nine caches. That's cool, though. And it's a nice little passport that actually is about the size and shape of a real passport. And in our case, it becomes not only a guide as you're going from cache to cache to cache and making your little notes, but it becomes your souvenir. And um, I have another one here from Utah, and it is an extensive geo tour that goes all across the state of Utah. Yeah, that and one so, is long. I mean, it's great. Yeah. It's like 150 caches or something like it's that? Almost 150. Oh, yeah. wow. You want a piece of paper to help you track your progress and remind you of what's going on. The Mount Rainier passport is different, and it's in different series. This one is the Azores of Portugal Geo Tour, yes. and there's a very different look. Look at that. And yeah, we're going to talk about Azores too a little later, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You show that passport. Awesome. Go ahead. Keep going. No, it's it's just um, it's an idea again that was born from the community, and not all Geo Tours have a passport. I think that the best ones do, um, because again, it just keeps you on track and reminds you of your own progress, and it's a souvenir. It's not required. But it's a great mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, um, you know, there's um, and this kind of feeds into. Um, I'm not like ultra competitive, like Jesse, but see, Jesse's always. Oh, my head too. This is or, Meg. Or Meg, yeah, yeah, well. Meg, yeah, yeah, Meg is like like Texas Challenge man. She was into it, man. She was like, let's get this done. Just running around the 
the whole auditorium there running around and yeah, she was yeah. ramped up from the very beginning. Yeah. I like to, I like to win. She does. <laughs> I like to win. <laughs> and you guys beat everybody else in Texas other than North, but that's awesome. But yeah, that's the, that's, I'm still impressed by out of state. That was awesome. But, um, but saying that it's cool because it's a goal that, you know, here it is. I've got these caches. And so like Susan and I will, when we do a, when we do a geo tour, it's like, we may have enough points, but we're going to do the, we want to finish it. So we're going to like, we're going to do every, we're going to do all the extras, you know, and find all the, uh, all the, a lot of, a lot of times the geo tour will have bonus caches. It's like, let's go do the bonus caches. These are awesome. Let's just keep going. So, something you know, in all of us, right. Where if, if there's a, a passport that has so many uh, spaces in it, you want to fill out each of those spaces. Right. Exactly. It's kind of just how we're wired. Right. Exactly. And so um, I think that's neat that, like you said, they do that. And speaking of, I'm only, I'm not going to be you know, too many shameless plugs here, but in my, in my book, <laughs> 201 geocaches defined before you die. It is relevant. I just didn't show it just for the heck of it, but, um, the H the HQ Geo Tour is number four of the top most favorited. Now the reason I did that the way I did it, yeah, nice. The way, yeah, the way I did it is um, it was kind of hard to. Let's see if I can show this right. Yep, so, I see it. It's showing. Showing it. Okay. I put it, headquarters is number one, so we like that one too. Yeah, <laughs> and the plaque is number two. Mingo's number three. But uh, the 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 thing about uh, and I put a note here that I had to combine. I did a combination of the whole tour because otherwise it would have filled out all of the top 20 basically of favorited right. caches because all of the HQ tour um, are, are like favorited. So everybody, I mean, obviously people love going to HQ, but people are loving the tour up there. We appreciate all the favorite points that the community has given us. It's really awesome to see those points rack up. And uh, Jesse, um, Jesse, you've done part show. show uh, we're going to show most of the coins later, but. Jesse did, um, you did part of the tour. There's, we'll show that one. Yeah, there you go. Let's see. Yeah, show it so it'll. There you go. Nice. There's that. Yeah, and I, I don't have the passport with me, but the, they had that passport when I was there too. So there's Sweet. The, yeah, so what, really so, coin. So what did you think of the Geo Tour up there, Jesse? It was neat. And it was, uh, with that one, un I've only done one other tour besides that one, but, um, and that's the, in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. But that tour, you could, Pretty much, we walked around everywhere to it. We didn't have to get back in our car. We didn't go anywhere. We did all the ones walking around town. So, and did it right up, heading up to doing our tour at at uh, headquarters. So it was neat. You got to walk around, go to all the caches, and it was you know that we ran into other people that were out there doing the same thing. You know, it's a very colorful neighborhood that this geo tour is in, and so then it, you know you get to see all the random things happening. It is, and it's funny when you go there too, because unlike other geo tours, all the the caches in the area where those caches are are pretty iconic. You've seen the pictures before. When you get mm -hmm. there, you know where you're going because you've seen the pictures of them floating around everywhere. Mm -hmm. Anyway, before you get there, so. Very cool. So here's a piece of trivia for you. Um, when you did some of the HQ geo tour, did you happen to do the um, the one that's a telephone? It was broken when I was there. Oh, bummer. Well, I'm sorry yeah. I brought that up, but. <laughs> I wasn't going to. No, I was looking forward to that one a lot. I've heard a lot about it. 
if it well it's quite a complicated piece of equipment um yeah. if it would have worked on the day that you were here you would have heard my voice when you picked up the phone oh. <laughs> there you go that would be awesome is yeah, it back up and running now yeah it's on now you can come on back to seattle. i guess i have to go back to seattle <laughs> <laughs> now when when you're contacted and you're um once you get past the initial Hey, we're interested, but we're not really that interested because I'm sure you get several people that are like partial and you get all kinds of levels. But once you get to a point where people are like committed to we're we're doing the geo tour, we're down in the levels of starting one. Do um, do you have um, like uh, do most of the geo tours tend to have um a local cashier that you can talk to to kind of coordinate or do you have to try to find them somebody or, or, or is it a combination of all these things? It's definitely a combination of those things you just mentioned. Uh, sometimes we have organizations like park systems or chamber of commerce and, and those sorts of um, organizations that contact us and maybe the person contacting us already is a geocacher. They just conveniently are like on the board of the Chamber of Commerce. And so they're really set up because they already know what geocaching is. Sometimes people from these organizations still contact us, have heard about geocaching, but don't know the first clue about geocaching. They just know it sounds cool and people have been asking them about it and they hear it's a good thing for like a small town to bring people in and show places off. So in those instances, there's a lot of educating that we do about geocaching. And we also really try to find them local geocachers. So kind of some geocaching friends in their area that can help them learn the ropes, maybe um, sometimes geocachers take on a hefty portion of setup because they like it, like basic, and they're know, good at it. Yeah. To put right. it, they have funding from an organization so that they can like create really cool geocaches and put them in their hometown. Like it's sort of a win-win. Mm -hmm. So really it's, it, it just depends on how much geocaching the people know when they originally call us. It could go anyway. Okay. Do you, do you typically have them set up? or recommend that they set up brand new caches when they're setting up a geo tour in an area? Yeah, that's the best idea, in my opinion. It doesn't always happen, um, but new caches will excite not only the visitors from out of town because they're new, but, you know, the locals will get excited and energized as well, and they might already know that iconic location in the city because they live nearby, but then they'll come back and enjoy it in a new way with this new geocache. So... You know, and, you know, another smiley face is always welcome, right? That's oh, right. Absolutely. Do you, um, I've noticed the ones that we've done, we've only done four, but um, I've noticed that they're pretty well thought out, at least the ones we've done. And so I really give credit to the, to the different ones we've done, but do you, um, do they try to come to, do they like, here's where we want to put them or whatever. And you kind of go, um, you so, know. so here's the difficulty. Meg and I are in Seattle, Washington. We don't get to travel to all 100 places around the world that have a geo tour. Right. The location belongs to the people who are the hosts, mm -hmm. right? Like sure. the person in um, Royal D side of Scotland or the person in the Bahamas or the person in Kyle, Texas. We don't know what's around town. That's up to the host. Okay. But you try to suggest to them, hey, 
whatever's iconic about where you are, yeah. you need to try to try your best to mm-hmm. creative geocaches. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, if you've ever hidden a cache, you know, the frequent um, challenge is saturation, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's already a geocache there because geocaching has been in existence for almost 17 years, actually 17 years. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. May, May yeah, 2nd. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an icon you can get, by the way, a souvenir. Just that's yeah. another side note, but go ahead. It would be super nice if Meg and I had to travel to all of these oh, yeah. places. That'd be uh, rough. Yeah. I'd go to Denmark tomorrow or <laughs> wherever. Well, that, yeah. that's cool though. Go ahead, Jess. I was going to say that uh, we have several volunteers probably from our chat room that would go as well. Gladly travel. They're ready yeah. to go. <laughs> and most of the people in the chat room have at least done one geo tour and some of them have done several. So, Oh, cool. Awesome. A nice experienced audience. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some things that we want to point out that we want to make sure we, we cover before we get into maybe some other specific things about geotours what in in a general sense what are some aspects of things that we want to make sure people know about because i think people some people just like i don't understand you know what are some aspects to it that we want to to highlight sure do you Uh, want to start sure i'll i'll start with the one that is my favorite if you will feature or Mm -hmm. i guess feature might be the right word about what geotours are But the biggest thing that I think is great about geotours is that no matter what the geocache is, so no matter the difficulty or the terrain rating or the type of geocache, whether it's an earth cache or a mystery cache or, you know, just a Mm -hmm. traditional, all DNT ratings, all cache types are open to any user. So whether you're a basic member or a premium member, you're guaranteed Mm -hmm. to be able to do every cache that's a part of a geotour. Okay. So So I like that because even like newbie geocachers that just sign up, you know, they're, they're a basic member. Maybe they've only found a handful of caches. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't hit like a brick wall because they're not a premium member and they, and they can't, they can't do the whole thing. They okay. might be so new that they don't even know what a premium yeah, membership that's is. True too. <laughs> that's true. So that's really my favorite thing is that as long as it's a part of a geo tour, any cache is just like fair game. It's open to everyone. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. a great, that's a great point. Um, you know, I, didn't, I never kind of really never thought about that, but that's that's something good to good to know. Yeah, we want it to be very inclusive, right? Like the point is that people are traveling to such and such destination, and we want them to see all the sites. True, and you may have some people. Um, I know that um, many times you'll have a family that, or maybe they have mixed. Some are maybe you may have one premium member, and like their kids are basic or something. They can all log it themselves, so they can kind of all get their yeah. own. Very cool. Hmm. So um, the other thing is that every geo tour has a unique geo tour code. We call them GT codes. Of course, what else would we call them? I did so not know example, this. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, for example, you mentioned the HQ geo tour in Seattle. That's GT29. Mm-hmm. And every single other geo tour has one of these. And it helps you find it on the mobile app so that you can drill in and see the pictures and the description and the list of all the caches. Um, maybe Jesse or Sydney can help me out. We have a, a short URL, a bit.ly, that shows all the GT codes for all the uh, geotours active right now. And if you could share that in the chat room, uh, some sure. people might really uh, like that. Um, the GT codes, 
you know, do change over time because some geotours retire and some uh, come on board as new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and once you have the GT code, then you open up the geocaching app on uh, mm -hmm. iOS or on Android. And there's a section there where you can type it in and then you can drill in and see the details of the Riverwalk in Columbus, Georgia, or mm -hmm. the geocaching capital of Canada, whichever one it is, the heart of Sweden. You know, there are so yeah, many to, yeah. to, to explore. And if you're thinking of vacationing somewhere far away, this is kind of um, the sneak peek of what geocaches you would find there. I'll also go ahead and add that um, GT codes work just like GC codes for core.info links. So even if you are on a desktop computer and you want to look up a specific geotour, just type core.info slash whatever the GT code is. Right. So just the is same there, as like looking up a geocache. It's just a geotour. <laughs> is there any yeah. logic to the GT codes? Like, do they go in a specific order or? Yeah, it's a similar system as they are generated. Um, the hexadecimal system is going to work the same way. So okay. these are short numbers right now because geotours are fairly new. And mm -hmm. in the future, you know, we might get up to a, a five-digit code and a six-digit code eventually. Um, some of them will look really cool um, accidentally because of how the system generates things. <laughs> you know, we all play the, our own games with GC codes. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, in fact, let's we'll take a minute. Let me um, I'll do a screen share and um, let me uh, bring up GT29 because that's a very cool. Oh, all right. So everybody, is everybody seeing the HQ's Geotour? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was saying that this neighborhood is really, really kind of fun and crazy and um Colorful, and the picture you see there are these topiary dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaur, and you just see that as you're walking from one cache to the next in the HQ Geo Tour. That's very, very cool. Yeah, that was really neat to just turn around the corner and you come up on this big dinosaur. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, <laughs> there's um that um that one picture that's a square that has a signposts mm -hmm. that is a gallery of photos. That's not just one. So oh, you cool. can scroll through, and for each geo tour, it works this way, and you can see what does this neighborhood look like that you're oh, visiting, sweet. and it may be nearby, or it may be a whole different country that you're planning a vacation in. Oh, very cool! Yeah. Um, so yeah, also did you, did... have the what is geocaching video on there because some people are super new to geocaching and mm -hmm. they're just in a visitor center somewhere, right? Like they're a tourist; they're not right. a geocacher yet. They might need uh, an explanation of what is this thing that they stumbled upon. Sure, very good. Yep, yep. Cool. Yeah, that's that's, cool. Share. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, um, and then one thing that I like um, as far as for the for the website um, for people that you know you can really get a feel for, like you said, what 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 to expect in a sense as far as you know where they are, um, you know what what we can kind of expect. I mean. You know, these are incredible. I mean, look at those favorite points. It's just, uh, but, but the nice thing is you can get a quick look at them and you can go, okay, here's the DTs, you know, we can see what's going on, sizes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So those are really cool because, you know, there's, um, in fact, I want to go, sh I want to show something interesting. We, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump around, but I want to show <laughs> this one since we're talking about um, something that's, something that's very unique or, you know, we're talking about the, you know, 
HQ, like Jesse said, he did them. They're all kind of in a certain little area. Mm-hmm. But three this, hours walking tops, right? Mm-hmm. Versus this, <laughs> which I really want to do, but you're not walking the Santa Fe tour. It starts you might. in. It's take a little longer. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah. exactly. <laughs> a little more than three hours. The Santa Fe Trail is a national historic trail, so that's part of the um, uh, right the National Park Service, and it spans five states. Which is really cool. I mean, the fact that it goes from Missouri through Kansas, a little tiny bit of Oklahoma into Colorado, and all the way to New Mexico. I mean, just amazing and just so you know just so cool you can see the different i mean you even have some there's a three and a half two and a half that's kind of cool see jesse you could <laughs> you, you might need to jump on that one that's a, yeah i might have to investigate that one yeah so um anyway i'll stop sh- journey, that one that's not two or three hours in one afternoon no. no, no, but really cool. But like you said, there's the GT. It's GT34 is for the Santa Fe Trail. So we'll get back into some, some unique ones here in a minute, but I wanted to jump ahead. So let me stop sharing and <laughs> let's get, get back to let's get back to the show. Um, okay. Um, all right. What else do we want to talk about? Um, let me get back to my notes. Okay. Um, mobile app maybe? On how yeah. somebody would use the mobile app to to go sure. about doing a geo tour? Yeah, so um, Gary was just showing the desktop version of what a geo tour page looks like. On the app, when you type in the GT code, uh, you will also see a map that shows just the caches that are part of the geo tour in an area. So okay. it does not show all the geocaches in an area on purpose. We're focusing now on just the ones included in the geo tour. And it'll show you a list, and you can sort that list as you would expect on a mobile app. You can sort it by distance, you can sort it by favorite point, you can sort it by the name. And of course, it'll show you any smiley faces of ones that you found. And you can really easily scroll through and, you know, find the ones that um, you still need to find. Now, if you're not in the GeoTour portion of our mobile apps, and you accidentally stumble on one, you know, you're just on the main list of caches near you, and one of them happens to be part of a geo tour, the app will pop up a little blue uh, banner, a little skinny banner that says, oh, this cache is part of a geo tour, and then you can drill into that and find out more. So that's really cool. Available only on the official geocaching app, of course. Sure, that's very cool. Very cool. The uh, question from the chat room is a good uh, a good one. He's, uh, Ryan from the chat room said he's going to help his uh, local assist the local town with setting up a geo tour. What is the first step he should take? Sure. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for tuning in. Good question. So, um, quite a few of the geo tours that we have now around the world started from geocachers. So, geocachers making those connections in their town. If you know someone that works. Um, at the Chamber of Commerce, or maybe just start going in, into the visitor center and getting to know people um, and let them know that geocaching is a thing. They might not even know about it. So, <laughs> so letting them know this is a thing, letting them know that people travel because of this and they'll come to your town. Now, if you're already past that point, like you, you know that this is, this is happening, you have the city or your town behind it or some other organization that wants to help and wants to you know, fund this sort of cool thing in your area, 
Um, I would suggest contacting us, really. So um, you can email us at geotours at geocaching.com. That comes directly to Jen and I. Um, and we can go from there because there's a lot of discussions about, you know, what you want to send up, set up, how big it's going to be, when you want to do it. Like there's a lot of details that go into setting up a geo tour. And so if you want it to be, you know, an official partnership with geocaching headquarters, um, really send us an email, right? <laughs> Geotours at geocaching.com. <laughs> yeah, well said. Um, and I'll add that what might be useful to show to the mayor or the chamber of commerce or the tourism organization that you're kind of talking to is share the page geocaching.com travel with them and that gets the conversation going and that helps you describe what it is that you want to do in their town we have an awesome little video there it's two minutes hmm, i lied it's three minutes <laughs> and um that way you don't have to do all the explaining we can help do that work for you by you know going to that page would that page have any information? I don't know if you'd share it there or not, or if you've collected this, but do you have any information on how much tourism or how much uh, money this has brought into some of the locations uh, these geo tours have? Oh, results of, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So those results are kept by the host organizations. Mm -hmm. Geocaching headquarters does not collect it. Uh, we mm -hmm. don't know it. Um, we, because GeoTours, many of them renew year after year after year, mm -hmm. we think that that's proof that, that, that these things are, in fact, lucrative for the city, for the destination. And mm -hmm. um, they can also see all the numbers of fines. Like the, uh, the website shows very clearly how many visitors have visited any specific location. And, you know, those reports speak volumes to... Uh, the hosts. I'll give you a, a, a comparison. Um, the other kinds of marketing and promotion that those organizations sometimes do is they'll buy um, a billboard or advertising in a magazine or a website. And with those kinds of things, they have no idea if that person went to such and such town because of the billboard or the magazine ad. Whereas with geo tours, we are all logging our finds on geocaching.com because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. Then that is countable. That is mm -hmm. a, a very easy metric to measure. Well, I think one of the things you said was probably the best if you're approaching somebody new and kind of showing them the power of geocaching is that these towns keep renewing them. They would not renew them. They wouldn't put their dollars up if, if it wasn't, if they weren't getting the results. So that it's probably a good way he could go and tell them, look how many times these have been renewed in other places. So. Absolutely. And we do know a little bit. We have a peek into some geo tours and the economic impact of them. But again, what Jen said, the organizations that host these have that information and it's up to them if they choose to share it with us or not. And that makes sense. That's 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 their information they're collecting. So one thing I think that that helps with um, with, with some of those as well. I don't know if they're gathering a lot about it, but I know that some of them go by points. You get so many points to get the coin, or so many points, whatever. And sometimes you can get points by showing them a receipt for a hotel or showing a receipt from food purchase, um, or a stamp. Or yeah, mm -hmm. so there, there's a couple of different ways that I think they're trying to gather even more information. But um, you know, if you are doing a geo tour, you know, try to 
at least when you go to typically you're going to pick up your geo coin <laughs> well, we're, we're going to show the coins in a little bit but when you go to do that uh, take a minute and just tell whoever's there um uh, you know what you thought about the tour hopefully it was great um seems like with susan and i we always take a minute to let them know that we appreciate them setting it up and and the different things we saw and, and just maybe how long we stayed in town and, uh, you know, try to give them information because, you know, that's, that's part of their business was just, you know, like you said, they put dollars forward to do this for their, uh, promoting their, uh, their city or, or whatever they're promoting, um, their, um, park system and various things. So like to use the word destination. Yeah. Cause there's so many different ways that, it's not just a city. Like you said, Jen, there's, you know, we're going to get into a lot of different ones here in a minute, but I mean, that's something to try to do, you know, as far as geocachers, we should really try to, to give them as much feedback as possible. I think that's awesome advice, Gary. Uh, yeah. So these organizations, they put in money for something and, you know, they like to get numbers from us about how many people have visited there and they like to see dollars come into their town or their city. But I think even more so, they want to hear that people are really liking it. Like the reason they're doing this is because they love their city or they love their state and they want to show it off and to know that they're achieving that by having people personally come tell them like, this was awesome. It made my vacation. That one geocache was super cool. Like, I think those personal experiences are super valuable to them too. Definitely. So uh, should we expect some more geo tours coming out soon? You definitely should expect some more tours <laughs> coming out soon. Besides Ryan's in the chat room, of course. <laughs> well, right? Yeah, wait to hear from you, Ryan. Um, yeah, so actually, conveniently enough, tomorrow we have a geo tour launching in Colorado. Woohoo! Colorado! I've heard of that place. Yeah, Buena Vista, Colorado uh, is launching their geo tour tomorrow on May 1st. And then a week later, there will be another geo tour um, coming to Alberta, Canada in Parkland Woo-hoo. County. Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada. So uh, (laughs) both of those geo tours have been working really hard. Um, I want to say at least a year now um, they've been setting up their programs, if not more, putting a lot of effort into them, making sure everything's going to be awesome. So look out for that Buena Vista, Colorado, tomorrow, May 1st, and Parkland County, Alberta, May 8th. Awesome. And then some more, but those are just the, the... on the top of the list right now. Yeah, and then you had three recent ones. Um, I just want to mention one. You guys can mention the other two. But <laughs> Baytown, Baytown, Texas, you knew I was going to mention that. Baytown, <laughs> Texas, um, I put a note in our local uh, Hunt County is where I'm, where we live, uh, Hunt County Geocaching Association Facebook page. And I said, hey, Baytown's up. And one of, the, uh, one of our local... Um, uh, folks, um, good friends of ours, the uh, ARCS um, is their is their geocaching name. A R K S. They use their initials for for uh, part of their. They put them all together. Uh, all their all the kids and the wife and the and uh, Papa, uh, and they um, they just went and did Pet Baytown and had an awesome time. So Baytown uh, is G T seven A for those of you following along. Yeah, GT7A. So Baytown, we got a we got local Texas thumbs up on that one, Jen. So I actually uh, did some of the caches there after oh, cool. Texas Challenge Mega. I went to Baytown for a day before I flew out of Houston, and they were they were good. Like there's some some cool little spots in that place. 
I heard there's some cool caches on that that one. So definitely come down to Baytown and, and do that one, when folks, whenever you get a chance. But two others that are international. Let's if we want to, can we mention those two? Sure. Uh, in uh, the international realm, we have a geo tour that just launched in Porvu, Finland. So that one is, uh, well, in the summertime, you know, it'll be daylight of 24 hours. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping to attend, uh, to go find that one myself, actually. That's GT7E in mm -hmm. Finland. Uh, it's live now. They're going to have a mega in July. So that's an additional. Oh, bonus. so you could do a mega and the geo tour together. That's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. If that town loves geocaching so much, yes. Um, another one that launched, um, sort of refreshed really is the Bridgetone, uh, geo tour in Denmark. They had one in 2016 and again in 2017. And so that's a familiar word to many of you. Bridgetone tires is the geo tour host. And in that one, um, there's sort of a road trip theme where you're driving all over Denmark. And if you are one of the winners of the contest that they're putting on, you win a road trip to anywhere you want in Europe, I think. Cool. Wow. Yeah. If I'm not, I know it's a road trip theme grand prize. I can't remember the details around it, but they run kind of a, a sweepstakes um, for those that complete the geo tour while it's going on. And then I don't know if there's just one winner or a few, but you win like an awesome road trip experience from Bridgestone. Yeah. Cool. So in some cases you get a geo coin in other cases, <laughs> you get another vacation out of it. <laughs> That's awesome. I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> so do we, but we don't qualify. Winning than Meg or I do. <laughs> True. Very cool. Well, that's neat that there's, you know, we were able to to mention those. Those are the last three and then two, two coming up. I mean, this, we didn't even plan. I mean, it worked out. We didn't really plan that, but it worked timing, out. The timing of your podcast was very good. <laughs> it was. It was perfect. So. Okay. All right. Over to are you, uh, up, Jesse? I think it's is Sydney going to do a couple. We're kind of jumping around here in this. <laughs> I guess we are a little bit. That's okay. Sydney, you dive in. Yes. Yeah. I know. Everybody's just kind of all over the board today. But uh, one of my questions was: I know there are some like geo trails that aren't official geo tours. So what would be like the benefits of being an official geo tour with you guys? Like what do they get out of it? Sure. Sure. Um, I'll repeat something that Meg was explaining earlier, which is that if your set of caches is part of a geo tour, then all of those, regardless of difficulty or terrain are available to all people, all members on the mobile app. And um, that's something special for caches that are just part of a geo tour. And of course, you know, we create a special page and a special portion on the app for geo tours. If you're a geo trail, your caches might be awesome, but they just don't have a special section at geocaching.com or the apps. And so that limits your visibility to the rest of the geocaching world. You know, we basically promote. Uh, Kyle, Texas, or Baytown, or Porvu, Finland, or any other location, we uh, shout their name globally across the geocaching world. And that's what's most powerful about these things. You might have an awesome geo trail, but who, um, 
if only local people know about it, it's not as effective as it could be if many more people from farther away heard about that news. Right. Yeah. So I've seen like some ads along the side of the site that say, yeah. come visit the, the Utah GeoTour or whatever GeoTour. So that that's something that they would get with being official. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's part of it. Um, they get banner ads and they get um, social media, of course, with our support. Um, in some cases, there'll be a blog post. Uh, there'll be, you know, an announcement in the newsletter. So watch out for your newsletter this week, for example, on uh, news of the one that you already heard about that's launching <laughs> tomorrow. Hey, it's part of the podcast. We get to we get exclusive information here on. Uh -huh. yeah. I was already looking up exactly how far of a drive Buena Vista was. Oh, three hours from my house. So three hours is nothing. That's nothing. Uh, I'll just leave after the show tonight. I get some FTFs tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> Jesse's taking off work. Don't get That's him right. started. Uh, hopefully, my boss doesn't hear this podcast. We'll be okay then. Don't yes. get him started because he will. It sounds do like it. you're coming down with something. Is that a yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I am feeling kind of <laughs> like a cold. I don't know, something like that. So, um. <laughs> People, it sounds like everybody in the chat room pretty much has been to at least one geo tour. Um, and I know we were talking about this before the show, but uh, what is Gary? We'll start with you. What's your favorite one that you've done so far? Well, mine, and I think Susan would agree because I got to speak for Slinky Mama as well. But um, and we've done four, which um. We've done Pensacola, which we really enjoyed Pensacola. We had a great time doing Pensacola. We did Kyle, Texas, which is like, where's Kyle, Texas? Near San Marcos, uh, near Austin, in case people want to know. But that's a fun one. We had a great time on that one. A lot of cool caches. But our favorite one is definitely the birthplace of Texas GeoTour. And there's the, there's the coin. That's yeah, a really that cool. That is a pretty coin. It is. It's a, it's a great, uh, great coin. They give you a little proxy to go with it. So, but that one, of course, if you're, um, if you plan it right, which of course we always do, uh, you go buy Brenham and buy, get some bluebell ice cream, free bluebell. So <laughs> you gotta do that. But <clears throat> I want to mention real quickly, uh, one of the things we talked about the uniqueness of, of geo tours. One of the things that I didn't, we didn't realize when we went to go do this birthplace of Texas, we figured we'd go to, uh, Washington on the Brazos is where the Texas independence. In fact, they have, um, on the on the back of the coin, um, they have the the site where the the Washington on the Brazos uh, took place. And so, what's interesting is that they included a lot of historical. And we're we're big on uh, Susan and I are big on visiting historical locations. But they also included in the area a little bit of a drive, which was okay. But we got to visit wineries in Texas, which I didn't know we had a lot of wine wineries in Texas. But um, learn something. You do. You learn something really cool. So we got to visit some of them and some very unique um, geocaches. Um, one of them, um, I think I told uh, Jesse about this one before, but um, it had a lot. It was at a winery. And, of course, wineries have a lot of wine corks. And so, um, as you can imagine, um, if you have a lot of wine corks, it takes a while to go through them all to find the geocache. So... <laughs> That was one of theirs, but they had some other say cool. No more, say no more. Say no more, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was that was our favorite. Like I said, we've done Kyle, we did Pensacola, we did part of 
one that Jesse's going to talk about, which is the the one we did part of again Mega. We went to Geo Woodstock 14er, and then um, we got to do part of the one that Jesse's going to talk about. So my well, I've got two coins here, but it's kind of cheating to talk about that one. You did H2. Everybody favorites that one, right? the H2 one. So, um, and I have to be partial to my state. So this is the coin. If you can see it. Very cool. Yep. Back up for the Across the Divide Geo Tour, which is in Rocky Mountain National Park and starts at Estes Park. How can you go wrong with that, right? Oh man, it's awesome. It's, one of my favorite places in the whole world is Rocky Mountain National Park. It's just beautiful up there. But it does bring up a good question. This coin is really neat. And the one you showed was really neat too. Do y'all have, do y'all at least give them some advice on the coins that they do or kind of give them some pointers or just leave it to their, to their own imagination? Um, the design usually comes from the logo of that place, mm-hmm. right? Or the, um, the, the theme of the geo tour and so the Across the Divide group, they had a great graphic designer, and they made that design, and I think it's it's really cool. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but um, across the world, people have their own sort of – everyone makes their own different coin. Um, Meg and I are, again, another sort of um, – Exclusive information for your podcast listeners here. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. We are, we are <laughs> hoping to, as you can see, those of you who can see us, uh, we are wearing these shirts and we're hoping to release a set of geo coins over time. Oh, cool. Sorry, upside down. There we go. Oh, yeah, the geo tours. Yes. Right? That um, are diamond shaped on one side, or mm-hmm. they're that shape, that design on one side, and then on the other, it would be the local destination. Cool. Now, Ooh. this has not happened yet, so when you see it happen in the wild, you heard it here first. Yay. Very cool. Another first for our show. Woo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. So, since, since you brought up the shirts, I'll tell you that that's come up in the chat room as well. Yeah. Are those shirts available anywhere, or is that only for official GeoTour experts? shirts? Or? Yeah, official <laughs> lackey shirts. Not available everywhere. They currently live in my closet and Jen's closet. <laughs> 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 we actually... Um, had these made for a conference that we went to and wanted to wear um, GeoTour shirts because, oh gosh, I don't know how long it was yeah. ago, but we got our logo that we're featuring on these shirts. Um, and our creative team here at headquarters made this awesome logo, and so we threw it on some shirts. And there's only four in existence, so very exclusive. That is exclusive. So maybe, maybe Sydney could wear one. <laughs> but, I would love one. Yeah, in the future, um, we would we would love to see Geo Tours merchandise sold. It's just nothing we've gotten to yet. Okay. I wonder yeah, in the chat room if if you guys would you buy such a shirt? Would you wear such a shirt? Or what kinds of Geo Tour merch would you want to see? Let us know, and we'll work it into the plan. Yeah, if we have people saying yeah, I want this, then that's a little more persuasive than Jen and I saying that we want it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, people in somebody just started a hashtag. Hashtag I want a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, so several yes, people in the chat please. room have said that. Where would yeah. they send that information in? Oh, oh so geotours at geocaching.com. Reach oh, that same email. Okay. Directly. Yeah. Cool. That's a good catch-all for if you just have questions or feedback or you just did an awesome geotour and want to tell us about it, just let us know. Send us an email. 
That's awesome. Very cool. So, um, I've got to brag a little bit on mine. I didn't get, I, I got off topic there, but the, okay. that one there, the across the divide, because a p- couple people have said they're going to come do that one. It's in the Rocky mountain national park. All of them are pretty much, um, easy to get to, even though it's in Rocky mountain national park, it's not a lot of big hikes. You know, you can drive to most of them. They're virtuals and things like that, but there are a couple ones that are off the road too, for people that, that like some of those. And I think a lot of them are like this too, but I know I've only done a couple. So if you do a certain number of them, they had like a wooden nickel. So and if you do, do so another so amount of them, got, you got the yeah, full yeah. geo coin. So right. that was pretty neat because it's, it covers, it spans a long area. So it's across the divide. And so there's two different <laughs> no. sections of it. I don't, <laughs> Just, I don't know where they came up with the name of that. Sydney's like, but, really? Uh, Seriously? So it, it's hard to do both sections, you know, in one day. So it's neat that they had different levels like that for people visiting town. And that's what I really, yeah, I love that about many, uh, some of the geotours. And this is something if you, you guys can encourage people that, that set up geotours is don't just make it, you know, if you do all hundred, you get a geocoin. I mean, I think a lot of them follow, I think, the uh, you know, what, what they do there as well. But if somebody only has time to do 20, maybe they could get you know, a pen or something, you know, some kind of, some kind of souvenir of some type, um, you know, sure. that, travelers have different amounts of time to yeah. spend in the area. Mm-hmm. So like the one Jesse's talking about. So Jesse, the one we did when we, when Susan and I did it, we did, when we did part of them, we actually ended up on the other side of the great divide and we went to that visitor center and they gave us, um, cause we didn't have time to do all of them. We did yours by the way, which is interesting. We, you know, we gotta be the only show around, um, that has, we actually have a geocache on a geo tour. That's right. I do own one on the geo tour for the across the divide and it's wow. even an earth cache. It's wow. an earth- <laughs> Sydney, jump in. That That's is a right. miracle. <laughs> that that, by the way, is is my highest geocache ever found. Is that one because it is way as nine thousand something feet. So, <laughs> well, Jesse, thanks for including your cache in that geo tour. That happens sometimes where the hosts have um, hidden some of their own, but definitely they can include caches owned by other people with the permission of that person, of course, like you. Right. And that's, I, I know the person that published that one. And, and so I talked to her a little bit and I got to help her with some of the, the HTML on some of the pages when they're putting oh. out the caches. So I was putting, she actually helped me get that earth cache uh, published, get the introduction to Rocky mountain national park. Since you got to have, you know, really special permission in a, a national park. Um, so we, we kind of timed it up at the same time. It was, it was neat, but she did approach just like you said. Hey, would you want that to be included in in this geo tour about to launch? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, so. The across the divide geo tour is GT five five. That's an awesome one. We enjoyed it. Um, so um, I think we've got. Uh, do we want, we want to talk about some unique ones? Um, yeah, before we before we lose our special guests and run out of time, we need to hit those unique ones we have. There's some cool ones I want I want to mention or I want to hear more about. Um, this one I found interesting when I started doing some research. Uh, actually, when we back when we were looking at Pensacola, and then I remembered about it and pulled it up again because I don't think there. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's there's so many good geotours, but there's some unique ones. This one's very unique. So how did this one occur? 
um, find your park geotour. And if you go look uh, at it, it's GT6A for everybody um, playing along at home. But this one's sort of... Um, this one is close to my heart. Okay, good, because it's, it's a strange one. So, Jen, you got to tell us about this one. So, the National Park Service of the United States of America is celebrating their 100-year anniversary. And uh, we wanted to help celebrate that. So, we decided to approach them, uh, certain specific members of the NPS, and they agreed to work with us. And so, this geo tour spans the whole country. And we are hoping to um, reach, so right now there are about 90 some caches mm-hmm. on it. I don't remember the exact number today, but we're hoping to crescendo that up to 100 to uh, have 100 caches in 100 national park lands uh, celebrating 100 years. It's so- pretty neat. <laughs> and we know that most people may not be able to complete the whole thing ever, but that's part of the the truth of our country. It's just a really, really big country. Mm-hmm. So do you know, um, without, we can all go look, but do you know off the top of your head, do you, do you need to complete a certain amount to get, do you have to get to a certain level to get certain swag? There is, there is no completion geocoin for this okay. one. Or swag okay. of any kind or. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Um, and part of that is, you know, because we knew that most people, you're not going to travel to like 47 different states, right? Um, yeah. the yeah. park. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe if you had a good prize. Yeah. So well, maybe, maybe, you know, we can suggest that and we'll see if someone has the funding to provide prizes. Yeah. We kind of, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, we're, you know, this just, is geocachers. There'll, there'll be somebody to do it. I guarantee right. you. Epic, right? It would be so yeah. epic. Yeah, yeah. Jesse's. Uh, we're we're kind of discussing next year, uh, maybe putting together a geocache talk, uh, forty-eight state kind of deal. So we'll mm-hmm. see down the road. So stay tuned not for that, that one. So anyway, so that that one was unique. I'm glad, Jen, that the that, that you guys set that one up because that that was really cool. Just read about folks go read about that one. That's uh GT six A again and that's that one is is really cool. And I'm glad you guys did that one. Um uh, another one that w- is fairly recent, I think, and I've I, I heard about it first on uh Gearheads um, and then was talked about again on caching in the Northwest. So it's kind of made its rounds a little bit on the podcasting world, but the donut trail people love, <laughs> Hey, I, 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 I'm, I will, I will, I will stop down for a donut. I know Jesse will. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so what, how did the donut trail even, I mean, that's crazy. How does that thing? So, uh, I'll go ahead and talk to that one. Find your park may be near and dear to Jen's heart, but the donut trail is near and dear to my heart. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Way to go, Meg. Nothing like a good apple fritter, you know? But, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bear claw. I don't bear know. claw, a little cinnamon roll in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, so the donut trail is sponsored by uh, Butler County Visitors Bureau, which is in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And um, they contacted us and from the first conversation talked about donuts and geocaching and i was like yes absolutely <laughs> right um so the donut trail actually existed as a program before they added geocaching to it so in butler county there's a bunch of donut shops and they, they had a similar 
thing where there was a passport and you could go to the different donut mm. shops, pop in, get stamps. No purchase was necessary, but I guarantee you were buying some donuts, right? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, if you went to all 12 donut shops, you could turn in your passport and get a t-shirt. And then on top of that, they, they knew about geocaching and they thought this would be really cool if we can add a geocaching element to it. So they took their existing program and added geocaches that are near all of these donut shop locations. And similar thing, they have a passport, you can turn it in. And instead of the t-shirt, you actually get a really cool um, geocoin that looks like a donut with like a bite taken out of it. Unfortunately, we don't have one here. Otherwise, I'd show that to you guys because it's really fun. Um, but yeah, the donut trail existed before the donut trail geo tour existed. So really, you can do both. You can do the geocaching one and turn it in for your geocoin, and at the same time, do the other program they have and turn it in for a t-shirt. Prizes. Double and prizes. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> and donuts. And donuts. And donuts. <laughs> Triple prizes. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yep. Um, the another that's one is uh, oh, that's GT seven oh, seven. Yeah. By the way, yep, yeah, GT seventy seven for those following along. Yes, that's check that one out. Another one is GT six F is in Frank, and it's the Geo Tour Azores um, or Azores, I guess depends on what part of the world you find it is. Azores. Um, from there that might be how you say it okay good well i'm from texas and i say azores but that's okay <laughs> i'll say it right when i get there this one is this one's unique and i tell you this is um uh this the reason i brought or this one stuck out to me uh was when you look at the map it's out in the middle of the ocean and i'm thinking okay there's no geo tour out here this is ridiculous i don't know why they put it they put it because you have a little icon you know the little blue you know uh icons out there showing you know that it's out there and i'm like yeah okay really you click on it and it's like oh there's a geo tour out here so um how did this one even come about i mean yeah uh so that geo tour is in the azores islands which is uh, part of portugal mm -hmm. and prior to geo tour azores there actually was a different geo tour that was focused on just one island, so Ilha Verde, or Green Island. Okay. And um, that geotour lasted for a year. It was super successful. It actually started, and all the geocachers were hidden by a couple of really passionate uh, Portuguese geocachers. And they worked in um, partnership with the government. So the Portuguese government actually funded it. So they started with a geotour on this one small island. It was really successful. The government was like, great. We're loving this. Let's do more. So instead, they replaced that first Geo Tour with this one, as it is now, Geo Tour Azores or Azores. Okay. Um, and so it's 150 geocaches spread across the islands. So it's no small feat by any means. Um, all but it's one heck of a vacation. Yeah. I know. It's what a great vacation. <laughs> yeah. Great. So um, and it's all sorts of types of geocaches: earth caches, multi caches, mystery caches like the whole, the whole slew of geocaches that you could have to find in an absolutely beautiful location. Um, they do also offer levels of prizes, two or three, I can't quite remember. So different, um, mm -hmm. different geo coins that you can earn for completing part of it or eventually the whole thing. Um, and Jen, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there was a prize associated with this too, 
where the first few people that completed the entire thing, the 150 geocaches, actually received some sort of special trip. I think so. I think. Don't quote us on that. Okay, it's okay. Uh, Check it out, though. Go, go take a look. Some, something like that. The government actually awarded people with, like, a vacation. Very cool. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is on my personal bucket list. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a trip planned yet, but I would sure love to make it happen someday. I know. That's awesome. Well, we're going to start to wrap up the show, but we wanted to um, kind of um, got to show some bling because, you know, we got to keep, keep the excitement level up as we, we crescendo to the end <laughs> of the show. One thing you talked about earlier, you know, um, is just that, you know, Jess was asking about different, you know, with different coins. And one thing I think is unique is that um, I've got three different ones here and I'll show real quick because um, we are running out of time. But the Kyle Texas one's pretty good size. There's the Kyle Texas one. It's a good coin. But um, next to it, the Pensacola is a little smaller, but I like the Pensacola one. It shows a little bit about the um, local information. Um, you know, this talks about the, the, the different flags that flew over over florida so that's kind of a neat um neat thing that they did so those are the ones i've shown um i know jen you've got some over there right that you want to show us yeah um well i think yeah jesse showed this one earlier this is the hq geo coin yep, very cool love the hq one that's awesome interesting about this one is that on the back side it is actually uh printed uh backwards and raised on purpose it's, uh, you can use it as an ink stamp. You can put it on like a green ink and then it, this becomes an imprint and you could stamp your passport Very cool. uh, or whatever you want to stamp with, <laughs> with that design. So it's really, really cool. And it looks a little bit like this if you use gold ink, for example. Oh, sweet. Um, not all coins are round, as you well know. Uh, this one that I'm showing you now is uh, our puzzle pieces from Eugene, Oregon. So they were using locally sourced wood and these were made locally in Eugene, Oregon and they clearly jigsaw together. Mm -hmm, very cool. Nice. This is from Sicily, Italy. And that uh, three pointed design is very iconic of that part of the world. And this is olive wood. Beechwood. Beechwood, local. A local tree. Cool. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I have plenty to show, but this one is from Spokane. Yes. Here they have a film uh, theme to their geo uh, tour, and so that's a marquee of like a movie theater. Yeah. So definitely not a circle. <laughs> yeah, we we talked to um, uh, Lisa at MoGA about their right. geo tour, and um, she actually talked a little bit with Chris Williamson uh, with of Treasure fame so they're gonna they're gonna get together and do some stuff i think for their geo tour uh with yeah, treasure yeah. so that's really cool there are there are lots of different designs and like mm. i mentioned earlier hopefully some diamond shaped designs coming out in the future and good luck to all of you who are trying to earn them yes wonderful um anything else from anyone um, we're gonna we're wrap up tonight uh I think you just costed me a lot of money. My wife's in the chat room too, saying we're going to that one. We're going to that one. We're going to that one. So, I think I we got some trips planned. Those, uh, I agree with all of those suggestions. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Which one should we do, honey? Let's do them all. It's awesome. I think that that last one with the 150 out in the middle of the the ocean somewhere on the islands. I think we got to go to that one. 
definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. There you go. There you go. Well, um, great. Well, um, coming up on the show um, this week, we're going to do a giveaway on Thursday. And if people know, Thursday is May the 4th. And so I have a geocoin to give away on May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. I have a lightsaber geocoin that I will, we will be giving away. And so it's going to kind of make it fair because we a lot of times give these away live on the show. Um, and we're still going to do live giveaways um, throughout, you know, different shows. But for this one, since on Thursday, we're going to do something special for this coin. And so what we're going to do is we're going to, we're asking a question. And so audio folks, I'm giving you a chance because I get, I get mentioned in once in a while, somebody will say, well, we didn't get a chance to win because we're audio and we don't, we don't listen. We can't listen live and so forth. So I'm giving you a chance and this is it. So you need to send us an email and, um, Sydney came up with a great, uh, great question. A brain buster question. It's a very brain brain buster. buster. So Sydney, what what is our question? And there's two two possible answers to this question. So go ahead. That's true. Yes. So the email again is geocachetalk at gmail.com. Let's see. You can put May the 4th in the subject line. That would be very helpful. Um, But the question we need the answer for is what is Luke Skywalker's father's name? Yes. That's how it's send us that answer to geocachetalk at gmail.com. Yes, and you will be eligible to win this wonderful little lightsaber geocoin. So everybody is eligible. We're going to announce the winner um, on Thursday. So you've got to get it in before we announce the winner on Thursday, what, Thursday afternoon. So mm-hmm. I would say Thursday by noon. You've got that to get works. your you got to get your answer in by May the fourth at noon Central Time. After that, you're in danger of not making it into the contest. So send us your answer, and you might win this coin. So, um, so cool. Giving the coin away. Um, next week uh, on the show, uh, show number forty eight, we're going to talk about virtuals and the fact that so. We got Geocaching HQ with us tonight, so just letting you know, no pressure on you two, but we're wanting virtuals to come back, and we are going to be talking about virtuals and the fact that we want to see them return. We have an idea, so we're going to be proposing an idea, um, and then we might even make a formal, like, email, something or whatever, and we're going to send it to geocaching, geocaching.com. We have an idea. We want to see virtuals come back, so... No pressure, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I expect it'll be fun because there's a lot of giggling happening in the air. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, a little bit fun. It'll be. Well, these it'll, two have nothing to do with that aspect, so yeah. you throwing that on them is right under the bus. There, they, they they know there's no pressure on them. I was just having fun with them, but we are going to talk about virtuals, which is kind of fun. Virtuals are kind of unique to talk about anyway. And so when we talk about earth caches, that's a virtual. So there's a lot of things we can talk about. Uh, Zach will be back. Uh, our man at the cache, he's going to be at a virtual. 
um, for the show. So Zach will return next week. Uh, week after that, we're going to talk about creating a challenge and completing a challenge because I think that's fascinating uh, topic. And um, Jesse and Sydney, I think of both. Have you both completed a challenge? Completed yep. them and and put them you, out too. You've created yep. them, so okay, great. Yeah. So I'm the I'm the lone newbie here. So shame, shame, shame. I know. So you guys are gonna have to teach me about challenges. So we're gonna talk about that in a couple of weeks on May 14th, uh, May 21st. We are gonna talk more shameless plug geocache talk show 50 about the book, the 201 <laughs> geocache is defined before you die. But more than that, we're gonna talk really more um, about. Um, Lower Wilson uh, and Project GC and how you can use the Lower Wilson Lower Wilson algorithm to help you find geocaches. So that's going to be a, a good good discussion. So, all right. Well, we hope folks that you enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, the show is at geocachetalk. I am at Gary Slinkard, all one word. Jesse is at Memphis underscore mafia. Um, Sydney is at Shermanator GC and Facebook is at facebook.com slash geocache talk. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, as well as the geocache talk website. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button below. As you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching and don't forget on May the 2nd, you need to go find a geocache because there is a souvenir available because that is the day of the blue button. And so you can get a souvenir. The blue uh, switch. The blue, the blue switch. switch, yes. The flip the blue switch on May 2nd. And so you can get a souvenir on May 2nd. So don't forget to do that. And don't just talk about geocaching. Go find a geotour. Go check out all the geotours that are out there and go do a geotour and go geocaching. So, and I'm supposed to mention email one more time. The, geo, oh, the geotour. Yeah. Yeah. The geotour one. I'm sorry. Very good. Their webs, their email address is geotours at geocaching.com. So definitely send them a note. Tell them you heard about geotours on the show and ask them a question they're there and they're willing to to help everybody out so uh definitely uh go uh check out uh, a geotour and then go geocaching and we're done tonight so good night everybody good night everyone thank you you're bye. welcome bye bye everybody we'll say, found it.